Oh yeah, we back. Oh, we back. Here we go again. It is Monday, March 4th, 2019. It's no longer 2018, ladies and gentlemen. And this is Herb, and I am back as your co-host. And uh, joining me is... Keenan. <laughs> and if you don't know who that is by now, then... <laughs> Carl's holding up a sign. This is Keenan and Cal. Anyway, guys, welcome back. Today, Lydia is actually... Um, on a sailboat in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, uh, stranded at sea. Oh, oh, lordy, she's stranded. <laughs> Girl, drop something on his foot. Uh, Lydia is stranded at sea uh, in the Atlantic Ocean, and we wish her the best. Uh, see you next episode, Lydia. Anyway, today we're gonna talk about sports. That's why it's me and Lark up in here, and uh, we're gonna talk about faces. We're gonna talk about basketball and tennis. Carl, why don't we start with tennis? Uh, who is your favorite favorite tennis player? Oh, man. You guys know the answer to this. It is Andy Murray, <laughs> the greatest tennis player of all time. Definitely not Andy Murray. Changing cause... it up for British tennis in 100 years. Isn't he Australian? No. Where's he from? He's from Scotland, but his nationality is... He's British. But he's from Scotland? He is from Scotland. When he, like, when he, how long did he spend in Scotland? Or was it? I think he did his like his whole entire like life there, and then. So now he's just brand new British. Cause so I, I think I real what I learned was that Scotland is under, is like under um is like a Commonwealth or something. It's like under the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. So you know how like Puerto Rico is to the United States. Yeah. So it's like how it is over there. Like, there's oh. repre- there is representation over. So they claim them. So they claim them, but I don't think Scotland is its own like you know, its own independent country. Okay. So. But yeah, it's not Andy It's Murray. definitely not Andy Murray. Um, <laughs> if, you, if anyone follows Carl, you know it's not Andy Murray. <sighs> no, but it is the greatest all, all time, I don't care, anyone says, Roger Federer. Roger Federer. Now, I'm going to ask you a tough question. We're just going to get to the hard questions right away. Here we go. When it's said and done, who will go down as the better player, Djokovic or Federer? Oh, Federer for sure. Really? Federer for I thought, sure. I thought Djokovic was going to win more. He's expected to win more, but I think at the end of the day, even if Djokovic wins more than Federer, I think what Federer has set for the game versus what he has done, I feel like if there was no, there was no Federer, there would be no Djokovic. Who was... How long has Federer been playing? Oh, geez. He's been playing since 1998. Who would... Who, you know how Djokovic is like his rival right now? Who has been Federer's rivals throughout the years? It's been Nadal. Mm. It's been Nadal. Is he still playing? Nadal's still playing. But Nadal has been just like hitting injuries. Um, but I think he's back in shape though. Who is, uh, so right now, give me your, um, who are the top three in, in tennis right now? Or give me I, a couple top. I think it's still, I think it's still Djokovic on the top, Nadal second, and I don't, I, I don't know who number three is. Oh, Federer's not there? Federer's not number three. He's like, he's like in the top ten though. He's like okay. six or seven. Wow. Yeah. Is there anyone that you see young or not even young, but like coming up that you're like, okay, um, this could be another guy? I mean, American tennis is, is up and coming. Like it's, it's been a minute though. What's the difference between American tennis and European tennis? Um, or I just think that like the way the foundation in Europe when it comes to tennis is so much stronger than American tennis in my, in my opinion. And I think the way, how do you like, how do you train them too? Because I think, uh, European tennis, they trained everyone in like different surfaces where here, you only have clay, and then you also have a hard court. But I feel like you're more sustained to hard court because the game is so much quicker. Mm-hmm. And most of the tournaments, 
in that whole entire like uh, association is on hard court. So on a flat surface, not clay, not necessarily grass. So what is your favorite? Like you, so um, those that don't know, Carl played tennis for how long did you play tennis for? Uh, since I was 17. So <laughs> eight years. <laughs> so Carl, when, when, when did you actually start? Ninth grade? So I played the game when I was a freshman, but I didn't join a team until I was a sophomore. When did you know that you were like good? Oh man, when I uh, when I started to play other people, and I took one whole summer just to play tennis. Cause you weren't good at first, right? I was terrible. I was terrible to start with. Like when I played with like guys who were like seniors and all that, like they just whooped my ass. They were like, "Yo, your time's gonna come." And I'm like in my head, I'm like, yo, it's yeah, just, right. It's I, just, I was like, get the fuck out of here. Suck. But no, it was just you just had to keep learning, just keep like failing, watching what they do, watch tense videos, you know, get into it. You know. Do you believe some people are just like naturally skilled at like sports? Like BJ, you know how you said like he's B- he's honestly, I believe so, and he isn't a great example of people who are just naturally good at at certain things. Yeah, um, I believe that. We can we can play a game right now, and he'll still whoop my ass. He was that. I, I think he was that good, in my opinion. He was like, I thought I played like Fed, but he played like Nadal. But this guy is like, think about his physique right now. I don't know about him right now, but like I know he's like a lot more broad and all that. Yeah, that's the problem that's gonna wear him down though, because the shots like you need to be a little more flexible. Like, but the muscle is just gonna is gonna like you know really deter him from making those moves. I mean, moves. typically every tennis player is pretty lean. Pretty lean, but if you're, it's different if he's he's lean. But the thing is that if like, BJ's like his physique right now, yeah, like I'm I don't know because like endurance wise, mm-hmm. I don't know how that's gonna go. How does Ser- how does uh Serena do it? Because Serena's pretty built up, as a female tennis player. Um, for her, it's just experience, honestly. Like she doesn't have to move that much, and she knows where to place the ball, and it pisses everyone off because like, not everyone's precise as Serena. Like, the way how she does, like, her ground strokes, the way she hits the ball, like, it's always on the line. And people think that, oh, it's going to go out, but it always drops in like, the last second, which is crazy. Um, and she, also, she has, like, one of the best serves of all time, too. If, uh, so you, you said Andre Agassi was known for being the best returner, right? Correct. Okay, so you said Serena is the best server, right? Correct. So, if Serena served to Andre, would Andre be able to, like... Do something with that return, or is Serena just that good? Um, I mean, they're honestly that's a hard game to play because a great server versus a great returner. Honestly, at that point, you gotta wait for someone to break, so you gotta wait for someone to really just mess up. So it could be by serve, by Serena double faulting, or it could be by Andre just not doing a good return. But I think your money would be on my money would go on Serena. My money, honestly, my money would go. If those two were to play, my money would be on Serena too. Um, Andre was really good, but the problem was that Serena will make you run, in my opinion. Not saying that Andre can't run, but he was more strategic with how he how he was placing balls. But um, it was like pretty much Serena would make you go zigzag, like so, go back and forth. Yeah, I mean, I I think Serena. I think Serena is um. So would you consider Serena the face of female tennis? I think till like you know. Until it's said and done with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that, that, like what's that. her name? Osaka? Yeah, Naomi Osaka. I know we talked about her on, on, on the other episode, but... Yes. She's... So, I, I mean, you, you watch a little bit of her, right? Yeah, so I think she's 
still currently the world number one, the number one uh, tennis player. You think she's going to be really good, legit? Um, I think she should just appreciate the moment right now. Um, Serena, of course, like every all the other people that are older than her are going to want to get that back. But, um, yeah. It's she a just, great she, she just She's just being clutch, you know. She's, like, making those moves at the right moment, getting the right people out. That's all it is right there. That's really all it is, you know. But when it comes to... But it's all about consistency. And that's the problem with women's tennis is it's just never consistent, you know. At least, like, when it comes to men's tennis, you know what's going to happen. You know, like... That's why we said the same names. Like, I just said, like, I, I, I didn't have to watch... I, I obviously watched because... You, I know, like tennis is big to you, so I try to tune yeah. in. Like when I'm flipping to like you know the channels, um, uh, oh, go tennis. Let me see the highlights. Yeah. And Serena, I, n- I never really had to watch the female highlights because it's always the same thing. Serena, serious. Yeah. Oh, question: What happened to Maria Sharapova? Wasn't she supposed to be like? Wasn't she good? She just she's back, but she's just been slacking. She's been slacking really bad. Like I honestly haven't paid attention because like she's been so bad in the rankings that like no one really knows what's going on with her. Has she like, ever been? Has she ever been number one? She has been number one, but like a while back, like a while back. Meanwhile, Serena's still doing it. Serena's still doing it, yeah, because um, I think it's all about mental game too. Like, I think that's the problem. Is that like she really took this um that drug accusation that whole thing? Yeah, she took it really to the head. Like she got suspended for a whole damn year, and it got to her. You think that was fair? You think that was fair? The suspension. Um, I mean, reading through it, it's kind of like, it's like, she has been taking it for a while, and all of a sudden, they just pull it on her, like, hey, this and that, and then, she came out clean with it, she said she did this and that, and then she had a press conference right after, I was like, hey, she did her thing, you know, she admitted to everything, um, was it fair? You think a year the was too harsh? Hand- the way how it was handled, the way how it was handled, and she came out clean with that, they should have, if anything... Wait, so she's, she was found not guilty? She was found guilty. Oh, she was found guilty, okay. But she came out clean with everything. She was oh. like, hey, this is what happened. She gave us like a whole narrative of what happened. Why did she do what she did, if you don't mind me asking? What did she do? Um, so, like, it being... was pretty much, there was like a specific, chem- like a specific drug in what she was taking. And there's like a certain list, according to the World, uh, to the Women's Tennis Association. Oh, like a PDE? About, yeah, like that, like a performance-enhanced drug. And that was one of the, drugs was mentioned in it is called melodonium and she had she was been like consuming it for a while like years years what does it years, do? years i don't really know exactly what it does but it definitely helps yeah, but it definitely helps, helps her yeah. definitely helps her um but yeah it, i think it was just recently added and then she didn't she continued to like you know use it i think the fact that she acknowledged it but then continued to use it i think that's the reason why like she was being negligent with um, with the drug and then she pretty much like you know went behind the organization's back and continued to use it and I think that's the reason why do you think if she didn't get suspended for that year she would have already you know how she's she's about to have that milestone like all time in, in tennis um you think she would have got it by now if she didn't no get no no why um she has some she has like a couple of milestones for being youngest and this and that but when it comes to how many Grand Slams she has achieved, it's actually nothing. It's like, she's just another person, you know. I think people just see her because of her beauty, you know, by her appearance. But I think as a tennis player, she's not that good of a tennis player, in my opinion. So, yeah, like Serena always whooped the rest every time. <laughs> like, she she won one final against Serena. 
And I think that was it. And I was like, yeah, this girl's like ridiculous. You know, this girl's not, I don't get what's the fuss about her, you know? But yeah, it's whatever. It's set to stop. Like, when she retires, like, it's just, it was like, yeah, she did this so, and that. Kumar actually uh, mentioned this. Kumar is a big advocate of this. Uh, and we spoke about it when we were on all the podcasts with Kumar. Yeah. Um, he likes watching Tom Brady. It may it's not Kumar is a Saints fan. Kumar is a Drew Drew Brees fan and a Jets fan, so that that's put that out there. I don't know why he's a Drew Brees fan, but okay. <laughs> that's his boy. But uh Kumar yeah, yeah, enjoys yeah. watching Brady because he says this is greatness in the making and we're never gonna see this again. Yeah, I do, do you I did greatness in the toilet, what do you mean? <laughs> Do you agree with that statement? Like, do you agree that whether you like Serena or not, you should like respect the fact that we only have X amount of time with her because we we don't have a lot with her, right? We have very little, if anything. I so Kumar is a great, is a great friend, great you know, great person to definitely talk to about this, and I am a hundred percent like agreeing with this guy. Um, a good example is you know I'm a big Federer fan. Yeah, I took the time, like I put money down. I set aside a, like a separate fund. So if Federer ever goes to the final to a Grand Slam final in in uh in Queens, yeah. that money's going towards that. Mm-hmm. So when he says, you know, we're watching greatness in the making, You're that's right. that exemplifies, you know, how how down I'm willing to watch it. Because like let's say he does lose, at least I said I watched, you watched him play him in the final. And it might you know? it might be his last ever final. Yeah. And the thing is like I've been a fan for about ten years. And what made Odyssey. you what, uh, what made you like Federer? What well, wrote two two parts. Yeah. Who was it before Federer, or was it no? no one? There was there was no one until Federer. And what made it? What made, like what made it about Federer that just kind of got you like this is my favorite player. So what happened was it was um, believe it or not, shout out to Kyle. So, we have like this like religious uh, it's like that prayer thing yeah that we have, and it was at Kyle's house this time. Mm-hmm. And I remember this happened in 2009, if I'm correct. And I remember the Wimbledon final. Everyone was watching the Wimbledon final in his house. And everyone was rooting for um, this guy named Andy Roddick. He's an American. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So at that time, this is his third time playing Federer. Mm-hmm. So the previous two uh, trials, he lost to Federer. And everyone's like, come on, just like Federer, just let Andy win this yeah. game. You know? But in 2000, the year prior, Federer was trying to go for six titles straight, which is something that's never been done in Wimbledon history. And he lost to Nadal. And that just, and like, that was like Nadal to Wimbledon was like, that's like, how should I say this? That's like, you know, that's like his weakness mm-hmm. to, you know, on tennis. So he was like, I just, he just can't play on grass. He's just terrible on grass. Yeah. So, the fact he beat, he got to the final, and he beat Federer, and that's Federer's best court, that's like his best surface. Yeah, that, that, that's, you, that's his home court. Yeah, that's, so the fact you beat him in his home court, like, he was like, he was like, he was torn. Yeah. But that was arguably, like, the greatest tennis match of all time. Really? No matter what. If you watch that final, that was, the shots that Joe Pong at each other, that was the greatest tennis match of all time. Do you think you could ever return a serve from... Either of those guys? I, I might as well get the ball hit in my face. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> We're just not even getting in the way. Honestly, honestly, I'll definitely like make an effort to play against them. But like, honestly, I would just like shit myself. Be like, yeah, the fact I'm playing against the greatest of all time. Like, that's it. Um, so, um, in continuation of the story. So, everyone's like, come on. Like, just let Andy win this one. Mm-hmm. 
And Andy had Andy's like the best serve at that time. He had the quickest serve, like ever. So like it was just so hard to play against. So this is like a Serena versus like Andre Agassi moment where it was like the fastest serve, best serve versus like best return, but better wasn't like the best return at all. He was really he was, he, honestly he just had the hands, man. He just like took a flick and that was it, you know. But it was literally just a weight game. It was like whoever messed up really bad, that was it. Like okay, that was it, a wrap. When did that happening? So what I'm happening was, um, you know how there's like a tie break? Yeah. So with Wimbledon rules, you literally need to win by two games. Okay. So you know how like when you hit tie break at 6-6 six, six in the US Open, it's going to be like first one to get seven points? Yeah. You had to win literally two games. So you had to win 10 to 8, 12 to 10, 14 to 16. And that's literally what happened. So like it went back and forth, back and forth. Until someone won by two games. Oh. Yeah. So instead of winning 6-4, Federer won 16. So Federer still won. 3-0. Federer still won in the end, yeah. 3-0 against Roddick. Yeah, so 3-0 to his day against Roddick. And, Rod- and where was Roddick from? He's uh, he's American. Where? In what part? Do you know? Uh, I think he's from Texas. Wow. Yeah. So were you, all right, so like low-key, were you kind of rooting for Roddick, being that he's the American boy? Uh, or- no, so I didn't know anything about Irish still. So when I watched them, so I was like, whoa, this guy's really, the guy... The guy that's not wearing the hat, Federer, is like really good. I was like, yeah. this guy's like this guy, like this guy had it. Like he had the perfect, perfect serve. The way I hit the ball looks so cool. Like he had the position and everything. I was like, this is like, if this is what tennis looks like, this is awesome. But then we see other people's people play. Like how Roddick played, he had like a two hander which looked a little weird. But this guy had only need like if this guy had a left arm amputated, he'd be perfectly fine because all he needed to do was have his right arm. His right arm was like a golden arm. Like, this guy had it, the whole thing. Nadal has it too, though, right? Isn't Nadal, Nadal plays with a lefty, though. Ooh. Yeah, so Nadal's a lefty, but he has a he has an amazing arm, too. So straight up, who wins right now? Nadal or Federer, who's winning? Uh, as of right now... Hmm. Are you giving it to Nadal? I think I'd, I may have to give it to Nadal right now, because... Yeah. How old is Nadal? Around roughly, he's six years younger than better. Okay, that, that's what I meant. That's um, really what I meant. I just want to know how younger he was. Six years younger than better, but it also it really depends though what surface, um, what tournament. But do I you guess... think? Do you think? Um, this is weird. I feel like I feel like the answer might already be like no. But do you think different tournaments affect their psyche? Like for sure. Really? For sure. So they don't go in like you know what I'm gonna win. It's like. Eh, this is this is this and then if it's like this is the Wimbledon it's like yeah because like at the end of the day everyone shoots for the Grand Slam so Australia Paris um, Wimbledon and then the US Open how come like, the Wimbledon wait the US Open's always in Queens right correct why originally it was in Forest Hills but then once the sport got bigger they need like more tennis courts they need to like really make it more grand and American tennis start to escalate you know for such a long time um, yeah, like, there were just more, like, the way how it was played, like, there were more people entering the game, so they need more space, and four stills wasn't, like, the place, like, I've seen a stadium before, it's not that big. No. It's really not that big, and there, there's not enough tennis courts, but, like, for such a grand tournament that's, host, that's like, hosting, like, the world, you need to have it bigger, so, and you can't have it in the city, because there's, like, nowhere in the city you would have Do you have think it's now. in a good spot, or do you think it should be on Long Island? I think it would be, I think it's a good spot. I think, I think it's a, a really good spot. You know, like, um, it's in the middle of everything. Like, if you want to, if you're traveling from the city, 
perfect. It's equidistant from there. If you want to come from Long Island, you can take the railroad. Yeah, there, it's you know? convenient. No, honestly, you could drive there. Driving yeah. the, it's right by City Field, right? Yep. You could so drive right. It's you very, drive it's right very by, convenient. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's depend. Yeah, like tournaments, like where you play, can really mess up your psych. Like it can really screw over. Like you can, like I've seen people where like people have yearned to play every time, like in this tournament. They they pray to be in the final again, but it's just so hard. Like the fact that for someone to go to a final like five years in a row, like that's just enough already to say like, hey, you've done it. Like. Like good examples, like you know how many, how often like to even go to a Super Bowl. You know, yeah, I think, I think like when I think of it like that, like the fact how many times you attend the Super Bowl, or how many back to back appearances you go, like think of like it's like with tennis, like you you don't you don't have a chance after that. You know, you're like, not guaranteed. You, it's a not. Spot back. It's not guaranteed. Look at the Falcons. Remember the Falcons when they lost against the Patriots. Yeah, everyone was everyone was like, well, they thought they they're like, we'll be back next year, and then the next year, which was um, yeah, next year they, they didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah, but athletes really need to be careful with their words too. You know, like if you say something like that, you're reassuring. Yeah, they you back. But the thing is, you can't foretell the future. You know, like like what I love about tennis players is that they say, hopefully, I'll be back next year. Yeah, and I love when they say that because like it's like all right, well, it gives me like you know, it's like all right, not to say I will be back next year, but like. Hopefully, yeah. Like, God yeah, willing. God willing, well, you know, like, I appreciate ball, that, you know. Falls in my direction. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, um, Federer is your favorite tennis player. Correct. Overall. Yeah. Um, who is your, who do you hate the most in tennis? Give me your, like, guy that, he has to be good, though. Like, someone that, like, you know is good, but you hate him. Oh, man, it has to be Djokovic, man. Really? It has to be Djokovic. So, you don't like Djokovic, but you just, you appreciate his talent. I appreciate his talent. You're yeah. Like, God damn it, this guy is. But the problem is that like, he wouldn't be who he is if it wasn't for Nadal and Federer. So you're just like, in my opinion, I like yeah, like. Yeah, like Federer, Federer and Nadal pushed them to do better. Yeah. You know, like once, like the moment they started to slack off, he took advantage of it, and that's why there was like a there was like a there was like two or three years where he I was, was wondering like, here because he's been dominant for a while now. Yeah, he's been dominant for a while, and then. Once like everyone starts to pick up the pace, then it's either either or veteran Nadal takes the top. But when that's not the case, it's usually him, you know. So he just knows when to pick his spots. Yeah, he just knows when to pick his spots, but it's all all about being healthy too. Yeah. You know, like he had to change his diet, he had to be gluten free. Uh Nadal he gets uh constant uh tendonitis. Do you think uh so like, you know, compared to a basketball player, do you think a tennis player consumes probably the same food or you know how, how different do you think their diets are and how different do you think the workouts are so like you know do so tennis player does Federer do does he do weightlifting um he does weightlifting but not not to the extent of like he's not going heavy right yeah like you're not trying to go bulk but you're trying to have some type of strength going mm-hmm. on um you need to have some endurance going on and not like i would say a little more intense when it comes to endurance because like the amount of your how much you're running uh, is tennis like, bad for your knees? It is bad for your knees because when you serve, like you're you're like straining it as you keep going, and even if your arms too, when you get like, when you keep playing it, like, it's gonna wear you down after a while. You mm-hmm. know, that's why that's why like tendonitis, arthritis are like common links, uh, from tennis, which sucks. But yeah, like, every time you bend your knee, every time you serve, like you know you're stressing it every time. You know, but think about how many times you're serving the ball. And how much you have to take care of yourself, 
which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even basketball, right? Like your knees. Yeah, I mean basketball. Yeah, knee problems are the worst. Like um, yeah. Derek Rose, uh, Brandon Roy. Brandon yeah. Roy was a really nice point guard back in the day. Uh, just played with knee. Knee injuries will kill you, man. Yeah. That will demolish your career, especially if you're a guard of some sort. Yeah. Uh, and you're remotely quick, and you use your moves to get to the basket. You have knee problems. It changes the way you play. All of a sudden, you go from exploring to the basket to you don't even want to go near the basket. Yeah. Can't blow past any defenders. All right, so we're going to switch this up. Instead of tennis, we're going to switch it to basketball. Would you say basketball is your second favorite sport? Oh, man, that's tough. That's tough. Uh, might have to be cricket. <laughs> Who's your favorite <laughs> cricket player? Uh, you, you know, that one guy with, yeah. the, with, with, the, with, the, with the bat. You know? Oh, I know. Um, uh, I'm sorry, with the paddle, you know, because you spanked me later. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 what, what, what? No. So, Carl, who is your favorite basketball, who, who are some of your favorite basketball players? Oh, man, that's, uh, all right, all right, get this list ready. All right, go on, um, all right, let's see what we got here. Um, let's see, let's go on google.com, let's look up. Let's we're gonna look up uh Los Angeles Lakers and then let's give you the whole roster, okay? Alright, here we go. Alright, so it's gonna be Kareem. Kareem always will always be like to me the greatest, in my opinion. Um Kobe. I was not a Magic Johnson fan whatsoever. Didn't wasn't a fan of Magic whatsoever. I don't know why. Um so Kareem, Kobe. <clears throat> George Gervin. Ooh, Iceman. The Iceman. Ah, oh, man, that's tough. I mean... You're not going to say Shaq? No. Shaq's not one of your favorite players? I didn't like Shaq. I didn't like Shaq. Uh, I mean... I was like undefensive of James Worthy at one point. Like, really? That was okay. I, I never liked Vladi Dibak. Wow. Yeah. No, so like, your favorite players have to be Lakers, like not, aside from Lakers. Give me, give me one. I think it's because of of the impact of what they've done to the game. Well, in my opinion, Kobe. In my opinion, I think Kobe is like an MJ two point Well, I mean, I, he emulated his game. After yeah, MJ. I think I think he just like a remix to it. In my opinion, just um, a little bit, just a little bit better. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then I feel like, you know, Kareem, especially with the signature moves, too, and in terms of being clutch, which is really, I think that's the reason why, too. Um, that's why I was, like, on the front of James Worthy. I was like, uh, uh, uh. I mean, he was, he was nice back in the day. Yeah. Uh, what else? Yeah, I didn't like Ewing. Uh, I didn't like John Starks. Yeah, so it was just Lakers, just straight up Lakers for you. It always, I mean, you've you always been a Lakers fan. Yeah. So when the Lakers got Jeremy Lin, what'd you think? No, I didn't like him. <laughs> I mean, I didn't like him in the Knicks. Either. What about Smush Parker? Oh, no. Shannon Brown? Oh, that's uh, Chris Brown's, uh, what, sibling or something like that? Yeah, I liked him. I liked All right, him. what about Lamar Odom? No, I didn't like him. He was nice on the Lakers. Yeah, like Lamar Six Odom. man? Nope. Okay, no, what about when you guys got Meta? Meta World Peace? Nope. Like hey, him. he helped you in a ring. Nope. I didn't like him. All right. I'd rather, I'd rather say that I like Trevor Ariza. Well, reason was big. It was a big part of their winning. Um, how about 
I can say, I'll be happy to say I love Pogasol. So I love. I was just I about love, to say I love yeah. number sixteen. I was about to be like, love, you gotta give I some love, respect. I love Pogasol. I love that guy. Because um, he did a lot with Kobe. That, that guy, yeah, yeah, that guy, yeah. How do you uh, how do you feel about uh, the trade that was rejected? The infamous Chris Paul trade. Oh my gosh, um, that was a little crazy. I have to admit. Do you think it? How different do you think it would have changed Kobe's future? I don't know, man. Because I think it was like Pau Gasol goes to whatever team and Chris Paul ends up going to the Lakers. And that, that trade was vetoed. The way I was looking at it was I feel like Chris Paul and Kobe would not have gotten along. I think it was like one of either. I think it would have been like a, oh, wow, this is going to be great for like, you know, we'll like, we'll do it until February. And then after that, like, it's going to like, when you're really under the pressure of making the playoffs, like, you can see the aggression, you know, like, and knowing how Kobe is versus how Chris Paul is, I don't think it's going to work, you know? So you think it was good they kept Powell? I think it's good they kept Powell, yeah. Who, give me, uh, give me one player that you enjoy outside of the Lakers. <sighs> Jeez. Yeah, give me one. Now, I'll say it's one of your favorites, but give me one that you're like, you know what? He's good. Like, I like Does it. <sighs> I mean, I can always watch MJ every time. Okay. Um, I can always watch that. All right, you gotta give me some players. Uh, LeBron. Are you? I think I'm. I can watch LeBron. I love watching LeBron during the playoffs, but during off season, during regular season, no, no, no. I think I think that's what makes LeBron LeBron when you watch like all him being clutch, you know. Um, like, especially last season, too. Like, well, the last postseason, how they were facing elimination, like, so many times. But, like, mm-hmm. he just tend to, like, you know, be that, you know, Superman. You know, Do you think status. LeBron has done more for the game of basketball than Jordan has? And I'm talking about overall. I'm not talking about just points and rebounds. I'm talking about for the game of basketball. Outside <clears throat> and inside. Uh yes. Yeah, yes. I I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. Um I feel like the way how I see it with Jordan was, you know, I think he low-key he low-key knows he's the greatest. You know. But when it comes to like how he's done with the community, he doesn't really done damn thing. He yeah, he never he like really... you see Kobe uh Kobe has that series where he um he reviews film. And then he, like, I think, I forgot where it's and on. He, and he'll work with, like, certain players. Yeah, he, like, yeah. he works with the young guys. Um, I mean, of course, my my information is not 100%, but I've never really heard about Jordan working with anyone. No. No. No, but, like... Kobe's always offering... When it came to Kobe, like, you know, he would always offer offer assistance. He would be like, hey, if you need something, like, you know, he works with call Jason me. Jason Tatum. So, yeah, so he always treated... So, like, Jordan treated, like, Kobe, like, you know, like... Like a son or something like that. Yeah. Which is cool. But like, thinking about everyone else, like, you don't really hear that. You no. never, you've never heard of that, you know. Um, the most is mostly like business-wise, you know, mm-hmm. like in having people endorsed to brand Jordan, which is which is nothing, you know. But like when it comes in terms of community, he hasn't really done anything. Like he'll, he'll do like those little like clinch from time to time, but like... He's getting paid com- for that. Yeah, he's getting paid for that. So like, that's not... <laughs> no. You know, it's not, yeah. But no, when it comes to totality, like, you know, what, especially around what's going on, this, like, with this generation, like, 
at least LeBron is being proactive about it. I think he's one of like the best examples of of what an athlete should be doing. You know, he's. I think he's it's like, like yeah. It's like we gave him. It's like we gave him the fame. He's gonna pay it back by doing this and that, which is you know, is great. Um, also, he's really trying to emulate you know the LeBron versus Jordan thing. I think already set to stone, what LeBron has done for the game will always be better than Jordan. I mean, LeBron is not only a voice in the game, he's a voice outside of the game. Like, he's a, he's a social... Yeah. He, like, like for social movements and whatnot. Um, yeah. I think LeBron is, is a force to be reckoned with. Uh, Hollywood. Yeah, especially that they're doing a Space Jam. How do you feel? I'm, I, I'm okay I, with it. I just want to see who's going to be... Um, who's going to be one of those monsters, man. Oh, word, right? I just want to see that roster for the monsters. Oh, true. It's going to be... It's probably going to be like all his... Uh, <laughs> all the people that took him out in the it, playoffs. All right, it's going to be Anthony Davis. Steph Curry. I swear, yeah, Michael Jordan's not in there. I, uh, I, don't think, I don't think MJ's going to make a cameo. I don't think so. He's just like being a side... Inside, he'd be like, hey. I mean, that'd be kind of cool. Come full circle, but... I, I mean, think that... I think that movie would win an Oscar if MJ pulls up. But will he though? Do you do you think really think MJ wants to be in Space Jam too? As I, long as long as like you know him and LeBron are not in the same room. You gotta remember. I feel like MJ wouldn't want to be in, in Space Jam too, because that way he can always be like, "Yo, my movie's better." I did the first one. Yeah, yeah. That way he could stand. It could be like his own standalone. Yeah, but then like, you know, like the saying, like the original's always better. Yeah. It's always like. No matter what, like even if he's in it or not, like it's still gonna be better, the original. You know? And the people that were in it too, like you couldn't you really couldn't beat that. Like you pretty much had like the dream team in there. Yeah. I mean but this was gonna have like A D, probably Westbrook, Steph. I don't want Steph. Joel Embiid. I just want I think the monster should be any like all star that took him out in the playoffs. I mean that's a lot. Or 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 beat him in the if final. If that's the case, or Dirk Nowitzki. The yeah, it should be like Dirk Nowitzki, and then KD. JJ Barea. Yeah, just like just well, like well, all stars are all stars. I don't think that counts. K. Oh yeah, KD has to be a monster star. If it's gonna be yeah, KD. KD step AD. Westbrook, probably Joel Embiid. Yeah, that probably. I mean, that, I'm just guessing though. Did you see uh, Uncle Drew? Yeah. That was funny. I thought the guy was T-Pain. Oh, uh, um, <laughs> Lil Rel? Yeah, I, yeah, thought yeah. Was, I thought it was T-Pain. I was like, yo, yeah. what is T-Pain doing in this movie? Did you ever watch Get Out? Nope. You never watched Get Out? Never watched Get Out. He's in Get Out. That's where, like, that's where I heard about him. And uh, he's really funny. No, so. I, I like that movie. I thought I was going to say, shawty. <laughs> How did you feel about uh, the uh, the cast they got for the the old old guys in that in that movie? In Space Jam? No, in uh, Uncle Drew. Oh, I'm that was actually a good that was actually a good mix. Let's see if you can let's see if you remember them all. Name them. Uh, what's in my girl? Is Skylar Diggins? No, no, no. no. If you get the girl, I'll be impressed. She's old, like I mean, not old, but like she's... I I don't. Rem- I don't really remember that lady. But Shaq? Yeah. 
man. I'll give you the lady, Lisa Leslie. Lisa Leslie, there you go. Okay, I, I am so sorry. Scarlett Diggins is fine as hell. She is. She I is. am so sorry. Uh, um, let's see. Da, da, da. Give you a hint. Slam dunk contest. For the Knicks. Uh, for the Knicks? Well, I don't even know. I don't even watch the Knicks, man. Uh, yo, I was about to say Patrick Ewing. Oh, that's He's 5'9". Well, you know, I don't even know who anyone is 5'9". Um, His name rhymes with bait. Snape? Nate Robinson. Oh, Nate Robinson. All right, I'll give you another hint. Uh, Indiana Pacers. Oh, Reggie Miller. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh... Vladi Divac, um, Mike Bibby, and this power forward. Uh, Vladi Divac. Play for the Fab Five. Fab Five. Oh, man. I'm trying to. He can shoot webs. Oh, my gosh. Uh,. Because his name is Webb. I know. I forgot his first name. No, Chris Webb. Yeah, there you go. Chris Webber. Yep. So, Chris Webber, Reggie Miller, Nate yeah. Robinson, Kyrie Irving, Shaquille O'Neal, and Lisa Leslie. Oh, and uh, who else was in the movie? Aaron Gordon. Aaron, Go- Aaron Gordon was in the movie. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. I-, I enjoyed that movie. I think it was a good basketball movie. That was alright. I liked it. Kyrie being Uncle Drew. I liked it. So, good movie for those who haven't seen it. Yeah, I just like, I didn't realize like that little side story, that love story that they had. I was like, oh, this is corny as hell. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, what was it like? He took, he took the guy's girl. I'm yeah, like, he took like, the. I was like, you took the, Shaq's girl. I was like, oh, no, no, he took um Nate Robinson's daughter. Oh yeah. no! That that was that was her grandpa. So that that that's who he took. So that 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 was nah. I agree with you. Next time it just has to be Michael Beasley. What is your obsession with Michael Beasley? Uh, man, some days you be the MVP. Who is uh? <laughs> who is the the goat of basketball? Oh man, don't get me started. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? Ready for this? Ready for this? Alright. So, the greatest basketball player of all time right now. Set in stone. <laughs> Michael Beasley. Is. Is. Brian Russell. Brian? Yeah. Who's that? Yeah. Who's Brian Russell? He was the guy that uh, Jordan pushed to pull the last shot. 1998. Really? Yep. Yep, he was the guy that uh, that Jordan shoved to pull that. No. Oh. Side note, uh, our friend is at a speakeasy. What is a speakeasy? A speakeasy is a... What is that, speed dating? We might be visiting this speakeasy. Um, let's see. My apologies. Uh, anyway, we'll 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 stop ours here because it's forty. You know it's forty minutes already. 
14 minutes. Then we'll go for another 14 minutes, I see. <laughs> Me and uh, Lark here are going to go to a speakeasy, possibly. Um, and also, it's late, so we're going to end so it. So why are we going to a speakeasy if it's going to be late? Because, we, well, good, you caught me, but they don't need to know. Um, liar, liar, <laughs> liar. Those pants are definitely on fire. Uh, we're going, uh, we're going to have another episode this week. This is a sports talk, so those that like sports, tune in. If you like tennis, basketball, tune in. Uh, we'll have more of those. Just uh, me and Carl, we like sports, so we decided to have a sports talk. Anyway, words of wisdom. Provided by Carl first. Carl, what are your W-O-W? This is a brand new song by T-Pain. It's called Shawty featuring the rapper Plies. You gotta listen to that. <laughs> yeah. That, 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 yeah, it's brand new, guys. In 2019. T-Pain. Shawty. Just, just came out last week, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, my words of wisdom is if you drop a bad situation in the bathroom... And you don't get the Febreze, you just, you just, you're pretty much a criminal at that point. Just grab the Febreze, guys. Just fog up the windows, man. That's it. <laughs> just grab the Febreze and just, just think about the other people. Don't just think about yourself. He's low-key saying Versace on the floor. That's, that's all he's saying. So. <laughs> Until next time. KVs.